I mean, I'm not excited to talk about extreme rules because, to be honest, it was a piece of shit. And the fans made it even worse. <laughs> well, let's save that for a minute. Welcome back to the IWC Nation after a uh, two-week break. There's a lot going on. David's going through some family stuff. I was moving. Jason's been dealing with his own problems. So we took two weeks, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, so now we're back. And uh, we've got a whole bunch of shit to talk about. But as Jason just mentioned, let's go right into the Extreme Rules review. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, well... Get used to it, because we're going to talk about it. Uh, the Deleters of Worlds. Yeah, I know. The Deleters of Worlds opened up the show, losing their titles to the B-Team. I don't know how to feel about this personally, because I do like both teams. Yeah, but they don't care about the titles. And it, it shows every week, and it's just... It's, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, the, you know... They're not. They're definitely like holding Matt Hardy back, and it kind of bugs me. And so it's maybe not care about the gimmick as much. And like I said, I love the tag titles. And it's like ever since they moved to the bar to SmackDown, you know, and Cesaro's hurt, Sheamus is off TV. So it's just like, you know, they don't seem to give a shit. And I don't know. They just don't seem to care about the tag titles right now. So it's like, why care about this? And it's. I think they only gave Curtis Axel and Bo Jackson the title just because they, no one thought they were going to fucking win. Yeah, I mean, it was the biggest surprise in the show. There's no doubt about that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I agree on that. And, you know, I'm happy for them because, you know, I was worried about them after the mid went back to SmackDown because, you know, I, I want Curtis Axel and Bo Jackson to be, or Bo Jackson. Bo, Bo Dallas to succeed. Cause hey, they're not I, that. too, want Bo and Jackson to succeed in the 1980s. Anyway. Well, yeah, and their and their and their fathers are you know fucking well. This IRS IRS is hilarious, but um, you know, if you don't love Mr. Perfect, you just need to take yourself in the balls. You suck at life. Uh, well, that's just how I feel about that. Mr. Perfect is one of the all-time greatest in-ring technicians ever. I mean. God, I could, I've watched him and Bret Hart in SummerSlam, like, I don't know how many times. Yeah, I tell you, I, uh... But, I really enjoyed the fact that the B-Team won the match, but I did not like the fact that, uh, that Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt lost, and that, I mean, Matt Hardy just seemed sort of lost. Well, and also, Bray's, like, lost enough in the last few years that he just needs to go on this run of unprecedented ways. And it just irritates me that they're not going to do it. But you have this cool kind of gimmick here. I mean, I, the only thing I can figure out is they just think Bray's personal life is too unstable to push him anywhere. That's the only thing I can think of. Otherwise, I just don't understand it. Well, to me, it seems like they just don't want to push Matt Hardy and that they only brought the Hardys back and the Woken gimmick back so that they could have Jeff. For Jeff. And yeah. I feel like as and soon as they could, they broke them up and they just banished Matt Hardy to this, like, 
He's I'm not on any Hulu Raw segments ever. 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 Nope. Uh, and then he's always relegated to the pre-show when this guy was the biggest thing going in the indies when he was doing the Woken gimmick. Yeah, and I, 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 I don't understand it at all. And then the ultimate deletion was one of the highest rated statements of the whole year. And Vince just shit on it. <laughs> and, and it's like, that's lit. you know, it was a one-time thing. It's like, no, dude, you don't have to do the ultimate deletions all the time. But if you do push the character and the, 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 just the ambiance of it, it will go over. But he, he just doesn't care about tagging rest. That's really what it is. And it doesn't, but that's the thing. Matt Hardy, the Woken gimmick, doesn't need to be tag team wrestling. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. But it he's just hard. I mean, so against the gimmick because Vince hates anything going over that Vince didn't create, or at least somebody didn't convince yeah. Vince that he created. Anyway. That's one of the reasons Jake, Jake, it's one of the reasons Jake the Tank Robert never went anywhere. Like people, oh, I've always had people ask me, you know, why he never became a main eventer or something like that. And it's just like, well, because he, Vince didn't create it. Vince only scooped him up so nobody else would have him. Yeah, no, Vince. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 Vince McMahon needs to go. But I think we've yeah. echoed that enough throughout the, uh, the, the run of this show so far, so I don't think we need to hit that point too much farther. Let's talk about yeah. Finn Balor and Baron Corbin. I thought this match was better than I thought it would be. But, um... I could care less. I, I just, I just found way to make Finn Balor that. not matter. Because that's not an I easy task. That's the crime being, crime being committed here, is the fact that Finn Balor fit fucking thinking Baron Corbin, for, for, for what? Like, and, and he's this stupid constable shit, which just makes it even more like just dumb. Honestly, just dumb. Like, it would have been better for the fucking constable Corbin character if he would have beat Balor and stayed fucking badass. Not that he's badass, but at least build some badass, you know? Like, yeah, Finn's... He's like a joke. He's a joke. He's a whiny... Called, they turned into a whiny called Joe It could be and good. It could. I, I I don't know. The match wasn't good. Baron Corbin's not really good to watch in the ring. And it just like that's the first time that I've experienced boring Finn Balor. Well, as Corbin, yeah, like you said, he's just boring. And his promos are boring. There's just really nothing there. Can, yeah, and I, I end up finding myself hating him, not because he's a good heel, but because he's just shit. No, that's not the right it's kind of boring. heat. That's not the right kind of heat. And now, yeah, uh, it is. honestly, I don't think there's much more to say about that match, but there's something to say about this one. And uh, this is probably the lowest graded match on the card. But let's talk Asuka and Carmella. Carmella retains on... Like, what is one of the fucking worst finishes I think I've ever seen? It, I mean, um, with the fucking shark cage and, 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 uh, James Ellsworth and just right from the onset, you see how low the shark cage is and you're like, alright, so he's going to be getting out of that cage because they don't want to raise him up too high. And that also means there's not going to yeah. be any type of high flying stuff because somebody's going to smash their head on the cage. So. Yep. Oh, I, I kind of noticed that right out the gate, and 
also just these matches are always fucking dumb and it, it was just incredibly predictable you know there's gimmick matches yeah. where the gimmick is really good or at least for the time really good like a first blood or a fucking inferno or a hell in a cell and then there's gimmick matches like this one which in my opinion the goddamn shark cage match goes right along with a fucking judy bagwell on a pole match file it under never do it again yeah it really really needs to not to stop it's ridiculous and then it just and I think they realized it because if you watch SmackDown tonight, <laughs> excuse me, they, um, there's just a, a reference to the match, I guess, or, you know, Ellsworth gets dealt with, but yes. just, I, was, I was just so over the match from the moment it started. I, I could have cared less, really. The only and thing... They, the, they, they continue to hurt Austin, in my opinion, and it really, really upsets me. Yeah, I don't understand what's gained with the James Ellsworth Oscar thing. <coughs> Excuse me. God. Yeah, I just it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Carmella then. Okay. Excuse me. I understand she's supposed to be a good heel, and you know you're supposed to hate her, and she's doing some things right. But at the same time, she's so bad in the ring, and there's just nothing there to really like grab your attention. That it's just you can see that Asuka or whoever she's wrestling is carrying her, and it's just like, uh, well, yeah, it's and not then good in my opinion. And then on the mic, she's not good. Like, I there's only so much high pitched, shrill shrieking that I can stand. You can do. And uh, you know, saying Mella's money sometimes only like. You know, get you over so far. Dude, no, you know, she said I beat I beat Charlotte Flair fifty times one night. And I'm like, I'm exaggerating yeah. but barely. But that, <laughs> it was, that's just crazy. I, I just wish, I wish they would just get the off her Well we have a rumor that involves that uh later on in the show that I think uh we'll both be happy to hear about. But um yeah. The other thing about this match is after the event, uh, post-event interview, Carmella, according to Jim Ross, went into business for herself and sort of uh, just buried Asuka for no reason. And uh, I have not actually caught that interview, but, I mean, if JR's going off about it on his podcast, there's some validity. Oh, no, yeah, I did, and it was just, yeah. It's like I said, it just further adds to me not wanting to watch their women's matches like anymore. It's just like I don't understand this. You guys are fucking taking your best wrestlers and you're burying them for shittier wrestlers. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. It just doesn't make any sense. I I mean I get that Oscar's. I mean, excuse me, that uh, Carmella's got a good look, but I don't even think it's a championship look. It just no. She it, just, she needs to like I don't know just disappear in my opinion. I don't think like, she needs I to disappear. I like her as a heel, but tone it down. Tone it the fuck down. I guess yeah. It doesn't. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I just 
I have yet to see a good match for her in the whole time I've failed. Even in NXT, which she was full breath for a little bit, still was shit. So, I don't know. I feel you. I... Well, let's move on to something I different. I can't even put my finger on it with her, because it's just, it's so much, and it's so... Like, it was painful watching that match. It really fucking was. No, it's been painful it's, watching uh, the whole Asuka and Carmella feud. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. The whole thing is cool. Just it's because seeing a, a, a hell of a worker like Asuka get shit on for no apparent reason. Well, you, and you just think about where we were at WrestleMania 34. We had Charlotte Flair and Asuka now this is where we are. And that ma the build-up to that match was unbelievable. Yeah, it was good. It was honestly the highlight of the pay-per-view. You know, I'll give them any credit. I mean, two out of the last four WrestleManias, the women's matches stole the card. I mean, because WrestleMania 32, the best match on that card was the women's triple threat match with Charlotte, Sasha, and Becky. And then, you know, WrestleMania 34, Oscar and Charlotte was the best match on the card, next to Ronda and Kurt versus Triple H. So. Right. Um, but it's just, it's just, it's just now we're shit. It's, it's just shit. And I trust it. Oscar's so much better than this. And I, you know, it just goes to show that they really need to create some more deep, deep heels. They don't, you know, SmackDown and Raw does not have enough. In my opinion. But. Right. Well, let's move on to, uh, I, I actually said at the beginning of this review that uh, maybe the biggest shock was the B-team winning, but no, I I, I, I forgot about this. Um, I mean, oh, yeah. keep in mind, we're recording two weeks, almost two weeks after this show, but um, yeah. Jeff Hardy and Shinsuke Nakamura for the U.S. title, yeah. seven seconds long, Shinsuke hits the, uh, the, the nut. Sasha, and then a keen Sasha, and uh, grabs the belt from Jeff. It was. I think it's because you know, I guess it's already hurt, and they're trying to limit what he could do, and then Shinsuke needs it. Come back. Shinsuke needs it. And Shinsuke needs it. Now he's got a title, and you know, I'm happy with it. I think it was good on him. The, you know what I don't like. Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy. Yeah. I'm glad Randy Orton's going to heal again, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, of anything that... Why he's going after Jeff Hardy. Uh, Dude, the ear thing was brutal. Put Jeff Hardy on the shelf for a while, you know, so we can get healed on it. I'm like, okay, but... Man, that ear thing was brutal. Did you see that? If they have Orton take the belt from Shinsuke, I'm going to be fucking pissed. That's going to annoy the shit out of me. Did you see... Randy Orton putting his finger through Jeff Hardy's ear. Oh, yeah. That was fucking yeah, that brutal. Was, that was gross. That was I not. Mean, my brother had that shit on his ear. That was, was like, not yeah, easy to watch. I was like, ah. But I'm like, at the same time, I'm like, you know what? That's some heel, dark heel Randy Orton shit that he would have done, you know, a few years ago when he punched people in the head. I'm like, okay, that's the Orton got me. I would say Orton's best is when he was punching people in the head. Yeah, no, I mean, it, <laughs> it really, uh, it achieved what it was supposed to achieve. It was just fucking yeah. hard to watch. 
Yeah, it was good. Uh, you know, I'll give him credit. Like, I was a little surprised that, that you know they they let Orton go that dark. I was like, cool. I was like, all right. I gotta think uh, Jeff has plans of of fixing his ears if he agreed to that. Yeah. Like, yeah. blow them out um, because I'm going to get them fucking surgically fixed, I, I imagine, is the thing. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how long he's going to be hurt either. So. Yeah, because I could totally see Jeff going, you know what, I don't want my ears fucking gauged anymore. Go ahead, blow them out. We'll fucking do it for a fucking bit, and then I'll fucking get them sewn back together. Because I assume they can do that. If I'm wrong, sue me. Yeah, I think so. I you wouldn't I think they could sew an earlobe back together. It's not gonna look pretty and not gonna look right. But yeah, what do I know? I don't. I don't do piercings. I do tattoos. I was gonna say I, I wouldn't have done gay. I would never do gay. Nothing against people to do. I'm just you know. Yeah, no, it's my thing. it. Yeah, I, it, it works for some people. I personally, uh, I go with just the ink. Um, that that's my thing. Um, let's talk about yeah, the next sure. match. Probably my highlight of the show, despite them blatantly ripping off um, King of the Ring 1998. Uh, oh, yeah. Braun Strowman and KO. Braun Strowman yeah. and KO. It, it, I, anything, I mean, Braun Strowman has the Midas touch to me right now. Anything he touches yeah. is gold. I just think he has, for me, that kind of nuclear heat. Maybe not overall, but for me, Braun Strowman, I don't care what he does, I love it. Um, the only thing I didn't like about this match, if they, if they would have sold the handcuffs being some like super titanium metal or something, then that would have explained why Braun couldn't, I mean a man who's been flipping vehicles over like nothing the last month, couldn't break a fucking chain. I thought he was amazing. The whole, the whole, I, I, the honestly, the match had exceeded my expectations. And I mean, even though I have to clown on, you know, the, the fact that you could see the cushion, you know, from the announce table, you know. I don't that care. That's better. I mean, every, I, I love the Mick Foley still, bump. But it wasn't safe for him, yeah. and it cost us years of Mick Foley. Yeah, it, it cost us yeah, years of Mick like Foley. You know, I'm fine with keeping them safer, honestly. But and honestly, it still looks like it hurt like hell. No, that so, was still a hell of a uh, bump. Don't I, I, anybody that takes anything away from Kevin on that bump, I want to see you take yeah. it yourself. Yeah, I was gonna say I'd like to see you do that shit. Because uh, I wouldn't. I fucking wouldn't, and I'm Kevin Owens' build, just not as in shape, even yeah, though I still have the I same would, belly. That would hurt so bad. Like, I can't even imagine how bad much that would hurt. Now, fuck that. Uh, you know what I really enjoyed in that but, match? Was when, know, um, and Kevin Owens got the win, technically, so I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, they still made Braun Strowman look awesome, and KO got a win. I'm like, I like this. I'm like, yeah, you no, know what, honestly, I, I have to agree with you. It probably was the highlight of the mm -hmm. debut. The only thing I didn't... Uh, I mean, actually, I don't even think I didn't like it. I really enjoyed, I should say. Really enjoyed. My favorite part of the match was when uh, Braun pushes uh, Kevin Owens and he's like, I thought you were a fighter. I thought it was fight Owens' fight. Fight me. And Owens stops running and fucking actually starts to fight Braun. That was good shit. That was good shit. Even though we had to have like a month and a half of Braun chasing him around the ring to build that little moment up, it still worked for me. 
Oh, it is. I thought it was great. Like I said, the whole the whole the whole match was great. And you know, now it's you know, um, uh, I just I don't know. I, I I'm surprised that I, at first I was really skeptical about the views, but now after their matches, trade rules. No, and I, I think know, this like, is right. both guys are going to come out of this feud better, and that's the way it should be. Yeah, All right. I think it's going to be one of the better teams of the year for sure. So, Moving on, then, uh, we have Team Hell No and uh, the Bludgeon Brothers. Oh and God. basically what happened with this match, which we didn't know at the time of watching it, was Kane actually did apparently, and I, I, I can't confirm this yet because I haven't really looked into it to be completely honest. Kane actually did break his ankle. Or his foot. Yeah, he tore an Achilles. I tore an Achilles. That is from what I heard. So they 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 called an audible, and they uh, showed the Bludgeon Brothers uh, slamming his ankle in a door, so that they could explain yep. the boot. So half the match, maybe three quarters of the match, Kane isn't there, and it's just DB against the Bludgeon Brothers. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I you know. I. What else do you say? I, well, I wasn't really, I wasn't really big on the whole thing from the get go, and now I'm hoping they're just gonna move on. You know. Well, no, you, you, you admittedly popped for uh, Team Hell No coming back. I, I was immediately it, you know, skeptical. Come back, but you know, at the same time, I'm not. I wasn't okay with Brian being stuck in this position I wanted him to be main eventing, but Yeah, you know. no. Daniel Bryan should not be in a random goddamn tag team feud with the SmackDown tag team champions and Kane. Kane should go and fucking yeah, mayor his city and fuck off. I don't want Kane. I don't want The Rock. I don't want Hulk Hogan. I don't want fucking any of them. I don't want The Undertaker. Yeah. Fuck them all. I, I want a new I want new blood. Well, it's, it, yeah, it's just kind of the same shit. Ah. I'm tired of it. All right. Let's move on from this match because there's really not much to say. The Bludgeon Brothers yeah. win, obviously, because uh, why take the belts off them? It just, it, it makes none of it make sense. Let's just move on before I get angry. Um, yeah, honestly, it, it, was, it was dumb. Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley, the most, uh, again, a, another very surprising finish, but then, okay, at the time, surprising, and then as things move on, you realize that they're just using Bobby to fake you out before they announce the inevitable, which is Roman, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar again, which we will get into in a little bit. Um, but Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley, this is basically backwards from a lot of these matches. Roman owns the whole match, and then Bobby, at the very last minute, beats him with his own spear. Um, what I'm looking at, Sporting News gave this match a B-. minus. That is very generous. Yeah, I would have given it like a C-. I don't think I would have given it that unless... Uh, okay, the only way I would go lower than a C- minus would be if Roman had won, and I don't see any way this match went higher. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. Not much yeah, more to I mean, say right now about that because we're going we're gonna to bitch more about the outcome of that feud. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I
very shortly. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna grab a beer, but I'm gonna go ahead and set up Nia Jackson, Alexa Bliss, and let you talk about that for a second, and I'll be right back. Nia Jackson, Alexa Bliss, oh boy. This is how it jumped. I mean, it was the Extreme Rules match, which had on the route at ringside. And, you know, they're trying, not, the camera's trying not to film Travis Brown, who's her husband, right next to her. No, oh, he's even hilarious. He definitely showed you up know. on camera. Uh, yeah, he got fired. Like, but they were, they were trying to avoid him on camera, but he was there. And it, but they, I don't know, it was really weird how they filmed it, in my opinion. I agree. And, Especially because he's wearing, he's wearing a Ronda Rousey, you know, Rowdy Ronda shirt, and if you're a UFC fan who watches that here, you're gonna recognize him right away. So, anyway, he's uh, a piece of shit, by the way. The match was, the match was just, yeah, it wasn't. I, I, I didn't think it was a good match. I, I'm done with Bliss really and it. Jax. I am fucking done with Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax. Almost as much as I'm yeah. done with Roman and Lesnar. Just stop it. Stop yeah. it. Stop it. I'm not a Nia fan, for one. I'm just not. I don't mind Nia. Um, I, I like Nia and I like Jax. I mean, and I, I like Bliss, but Bliss I don't want... Bliss needs a heel quite a bit, so... Bliss needs to be a heel. Bliss reminds me more of Ric Flair than his own daughter, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, you know. Oh, and, you know, she's carving out a nice little, her own little thing of history. I mean, Alexa Bliss is... She's got level. the look. She's got the attitude. She pulls it off. I like Alexa, and she's not bad in the ring. She's not the best ever, but she's capable. So no, she she, she does. She's to me, she's a complete package. She does interviews really well. Our promos really well. She her ring work is usually really well. The problem usually with her is the feud that she gets stuck in, and you know, like the shit like with Nia Jax. It's just garbage. But now, I mean. I understand it was just a stepping stone to set up Ronda and her at SummerSlam. Honestly, I'm pumped for that. That no, is just I, fucking I, awesome. I'll be into that. I will definitely be into that. But it, here's the thing, though. With the Women's Evolution pay-per-view uh, being announced, now I feel like SummerSlam is going to be more of a setup for that when it comes to the women. Uh, that I, I just feel like you're gonna see the payoff to that at, at Evolution, and it probably is better served for them to pay it off at Evolution. But anyway, I, uh, you can disagree if you'd like. You know, I don't know how I feel about that pay per view yet. I'm just I'm waiting to see what matches show up on the card. Yeah, we were going to talk about that a little bit, uh, so we'll go a little more into detail on that. Let's stick to the review right now. Uh, and move on to AJ Styles oh, yeah, and Rusev. Oh, by the way, uh, 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 that match, who cares who won it? Uh, Bliss is still a champion. We know that much. Moving yeah, on. AJ that. Styles, Rusev. Uh, yeah, it was okay. It could have been better. Um, uh, I kind of already knew the outcome. To be honest, was it, it, a, was, was, it was it a disappointment? Going into that match, I know you were excited about it. Was it a disappointment? Yeah, it was. And it kind of also shows that I'm not sure Ruth has ready for the main event. 
And I think that's the disappointing but, thing. Now, um, I think he is mid-card for sure. Um, Maybe better served but, with that know, Intercontinental title. Or, uh, excuse me, the U.S. title on that show. Yeah, he's been a U.S. champion before. So, you know, he, he get, he'll add prestige to that belt. You know, he makes it viable. So... Yeah, I mean, you got to do something with know. Rusev. Uh, you got to do something, and if he's your top mid card, I'm fine with just, that. There was just a few awkward, too many awkward moments in that match. Like, I don't know. It just, it, it didn't definitely didn't flow like I thought it would. Right. I enjoyed it uh, for what it was, but it didn't live up to what I was hoping it would be. Um, yeah. I, I honestly. Uh, and I know they're going to keep the belt on AJ for a while still, but I, I kind of wanted to see Rusev take that belt. Even if it was only for a month or less. Uh, anyway, it didn't happen, uh, and Rusev hopefully bounces back. Let's move on to the two, uh, or to the, to the real, uh, you know, black eye of the show, which shouldn't have been. And it's not the whole thing that's the black eye of the show. Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler as a match wasn't, as an Iron Man match, excuse me, wasn't bad at all. Um, no, it wasn't terrible at all. I mean, they, they, the setup I thought at the beginning with uh, Seth taking a huge lead and Dolph making his comeback was good. I thought the comeback came too quickly. I thought you should have. Yeah. I thought you should have milked the comeback. Uh, and made it maybe 10 minutes before the match ended, and maybe then you don't have the crowd counting down. Um, yeah, and they also made a mistake. I mean, they should have never taken it down. Because <clears throat> they made it worse. And also, it just, you know, also at the same time, the fans were a bunch, bunch of fucking dickheads. And that really kind of just pissed me off. And it took me out of the match a lot, a pretty hard. Yeah, and then, uh, according to Seth on um, Lillian Garcia's podcast, uh, it took Dolph out of the match, and Dolph was out of sync, yeah. which you could see. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't blame him, because it's just, I mean, the fans are just being fucking douchebags, especially because it was good. And it 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 is know, like listen, the match is a B because of that and not because of the wrestlers and the performance they put yeah. on. Yeah. Like I don't think WWE should go back to fucking Pittsburgh or wherever for fucking for a pay per view for a long time. They should be punished for that personally. Yeah, no, that was really fucked up because that was better than they've given that was probably WWE's match of the year. At least a yeah, candidate. Pay-per-view-wise, I can't think of anything better, really. So, good job, Pittsburgh. Yeah, you fucked up. I hope you're real fucking proud of yourselves. I hope you're real fucking proud of yourselves. So, Jason, what's your overall grade for this pay-per-view? A fucking C-minus, man. I, I was not happy with it. I'm going to go with this a solid C, so we're not far off. I think I'm I'm a little more giving than you are, so this the grades make sense and even out. Yeah. 
I'm already fucking done. Don't even piss me off. Especially watching Gene One like I have been. Like I'm just so fucking done with WWE and their bullshit. And then Slam Anniversary, which I know we're gonna get to. That's just another reason. It's like goddamn it. And man, you know what? I'm gonna do it right now. Hot take. Hot fucking take. Slam Anniversary 2016 or 2018. Slam Anniversary 2018. Blue WrestleMania 34 out of the water. Yeah, way better show. I mean, we're talking leaps and bounds better show. And that's a fucking yeah. travesty for the WWE. It was it was just the quality of the wrestling was better, the storylines were better, matches were better. I I didn't like I enjoyed every single match on the card, which No, I great. I watched the entire show and I couldn't believe it was already over when it ended. And that's, that's yeah. in my opinion, the sign of a good show. When you don't realize that you've watched three hours of wrestling, that's a good fucking show. Uh, and we'll get to that. Um, yeah. Let's talk a little news, and then we'll let Jason talk about G1, and then we'll uh, talk Slammiversary, and we'll call this shit a week. And we'll be back this weekend, yeah, yeah. hopefully, for a uh, yeah, yeah. probably a shorter episode, but back on track episode. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll have to more rant. I'll have to rant some more. Yeah, hopefully David comes back for next week's episode. But like we said, he's got some stuff going on in his personal life that we're not really want to talk about. But we uh, no, nope. we wish him the best, and uh, he'll be back when he can. So. Let's talk about the uh, the Women's Evolution pay-per-view and its announcement on Friday. Eh, I mean, I'm kind of whatever about it. It's, I'm it's optimistic. It's PR stunt. And I, think the name, I think the name choice was awful. Yeah, I think the name choice was kind of crap. Uh, but uh, I like the idea, and I'm, I'm though, though I am kind of disappointed we didn't get a Women's Tag Team t- uh, Championship. Even though I get that right yeah. now, you don't have the roster for it. They really should have tag titles. I mean, especially considering how many women they have. Oh, dude, have I mean, isn't that what Sasha and Bailey have been building to? Week. I'm sorry. I we, mean, they have so many. They have so many women tag matches every fucking week. It's like, why do they not have tag titles? Is that not what but, Sasha and Bailey are building towards? Because I swear, it's either that or a lesbian love. No, affair. man, that's some. Yeah, no, they're building towards lesbian love, it seems. At least that's my fucking thing. Well, we're pro-LGBTQ, so... LGBTQ, excuse me. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I miss the days of Eric Bischoff and hot, hot lesbian action. Yeah, I, those, I, were, those were good days. I love Eric Bischoff more than ever because of the podcast, 83 Weeks. Uh, he and Conrad are a guilty pleasure every Monday for me, personally. Yeah, he's a dick, but I, mean, I love Eric Bischoff, but I hate him at the same time. I... I love the dude. I I really do. Yeah. I know he's I know he's a bullshit artist, but god damn it, he's a better human like being it. than Vince fucking Russo. Yeah, and you know I I don't credit him to ruin wrestling like the Russo did. Fuck that shit. No, no, Eric Bischoff innovated yeah. wrestling. He gave us the NWO. Yeah. Anyway, he he he, he definitely worked more Japan. Yeah. But. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, Matt Riddle has pulled out of the uh, BLLA event. I assume that's something. Yep. Uh, Battle, Battle of, of, Los, of, Battle of, of Los, Los Angeles. 
on TWG. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's most likely because he's signing with NXT. So that's been the uh, pretty much accepted conclusion that I've, been, I've read as well. So, uh, how do you feel about that? Uh, I just, he's going to get lost in the shuffle. I don't know what WWE is going to do with him. He's now, if they're, what if they're building NXT as its own brand equal to, and he's going to be a major cog in that? Say they're going to expand uh, the NXT roster and the show. Riddle's pretty awesome, so, you know, I mean, I would like to see him go far, so... I, I, I'm all for it. I just don't know if they will. I mean, especially because I'm surprised he smokes. He used to smoke weed, so I mean, I'm surprised. I was kind of surprised he 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 only went. But they probably offered him a fuck ton of money. So yeah, well, hopefully they wake and wear shoes. Um. So Hangman Page and Joey Janela has been added to All In. You want to take that one, and I'm gonna oh, run to the bathroom while you talk I'm about excited. that. I'm excited. I think it'll be a fucking great match. Uh, Hangman's been on a roll lately with New Japan, and fucking Joey Janela's just Joey fucking Janela. Um, I think the match will be really good. I don't, uh, especially if it opens the uh, all-in pay-per-view, it'll be really good. Great start to the show. Hangman's just, I don't know, his work lately has been off the chain, I think. He's only getting better, and you really should check, check him out in New Japan right now because he won. Yeah, and Hangman Page is one of my favorite guys to watch. And I don't know a lot of Joey Janela, but I do know that he recently wrestled uh, Ultimo Dragon in a rare Ultimo Dragon North American appearance. And anybody that uh, yeah, yeah. that Ultimo is going to deem worthy, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll back that. Yeah, I watched some of his stuff from WrestleMania weekend. He, he's pretty, Joey Janela, he's, he's entertaining. I, well, I remember like, talking about WrestleMania uh, weekend, going back to Matt Riddle for a second. We talked about him during our WrestleMania episodes, and uh, the how the fact that guy didn't die wrestling like nine events in three yeah, days. Good God. Yeah, he was crazy that weekend. <laughs> but anyway, um, here's some news that I personally really, really like. Uh, Chris Jericho was asked on Twitter if he would ever work in Impact, and he said, hell yes. And good God, please give me Chris Jericho in, in Impact Wrestling, because right yeah, now, be Impact is the best thing going for weekly television wrestling, Yeah. and Chris Jericho would only help that. Like, you know, I love Young Bucks and everything, and I love the Bullet Club. For real honor, their weekly show definitely is just missing stuff. Um, it's not as good as Impact right now. It's, it's just not. Maybe yeah. in ring um, only. They have a they have the roster for it, so I you know I hope they can correct it. So. But I don't even think we'll that's see. a that's a detriment to Ring of Honor. I think that's a add a boy for Impact. I think Impact is just performing yeah. at that high a level. Despite Don Callis' yeah. announcing, I'm sorry, I'm going to say it, I'm over Don Callis. He's better than Sanjay Dutt. I'll give you that. But Don, uh, Don Callis, Callis is a Callis fucking honestly, idiot. Honestly, I, he's, he's so much better in New Japan. 
I, I like him on in Impact, but he's definitely better. He doesn't do good at the heel announcer thing that he's trying to do. He's, 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 I like him more in New Japan than I do on Impact. I enjoyed but, I mean, the clip you shared of him running from Impact. Suzuki. Yeah, like you said, he's better than Sanjay Dutt. I mean, yeah, Sanjay Dutt was awful. Fucking god awful. Yeah. Um, Alright, a few more pieces of news. Um, let me give you one that you're going to get pissed off about before I give you a palate cleanser. So Reigns and Lesnar SummerSlam is official after this week's Raw. Um, Fifth time, fifth time's a charm, Jason. Yeah, it's like the penetrate of my asshole. Not just our, you know, our asshole, just collectively. We just get them off. I mean, he rubs himself. I just don't understand. Yeah, I just. Where is the sense? Like, where, where do, where do you? Make sense of this. I don't know. As soon as fucking uh, Lashley won, I was like, ah, oh, crap. I was like, yeah. And, and then they, you know, I just had a feeling it was going to go bad. And then they had the match on Raw. And as soon as they won their triple threat matches, I was like, yep, there it is. And it's just, I know Reigns, if, even if Reigns doesn't win, it's like, then where do you go from fucking there? And it's, it's not even that. It's like it was their first defense since what WrestleMania, and it's like I don't give a shit about that belt. I don't. I, it, you, you, I just. I the don't. only way to make sense of it is Braun cashes in and Braun saves the belt. Hey, otherwise, they are gonna shit. If that thing made of them, it's gonna get shitted on. It's gonna get shitted on. Yeah. No. I, it has. It, it has to. The only way I see you making it interesting is you eventually add Lashley and make it a triple threat. So then going in, you're not going, God, it's the same fucking thing. Because at least with Lashley in the yeah. match, it's different. It changes. Yeah, I'm okay with them adding Lashley. I really think they should. And then no matter how it ends. I wouldn't, I wouldn't dread it as much. You can have Brock go over both of them again. I don't care. But you hear all of a sudden, Wah! And the fucking monster in the bank walks out, and he fucking uh, flattens. Fucking, he flattens the champion. And then you get the biggest pop of the year from any fucking WWE audience. Oh, hands down, they will go fucking coastal for that shit. No, no, no doubt about it. If they don't put the belt on Braun at the end of SummerSlam, then they don't know what they're doing. I'm just going to say it right now. I just, yeah, I, I really... The, the belt needs to be on Braun because he saves the company. Because, you know, I'll even say this. The, one of the only times I cared about Roman, or at least didn't dread watching Roman on TV, was him and, him and Braun Strowman, because the match is decent. But, I mean, I don't know. I'm just... So fucking over brains in life now. And if it's gonna main event something flying this man, it's gonna be like just getting paid and having a dildo shoved up my ass. It's just not gonna be pleasant. I'm not gonna enjoy it. I'm over it, man. Like I don't fucking care. No, there's literally nothing about that that makes me wanna watch it again. It was shitty at WrestleMania. It was shitty at the fucking Royal greatest Royal Rumble. And it's going to be yep. shitty at SummerSlam. 
And it was shitty at I WrestleMania 33. 31. Whatever it was. I don't care. It was shitty. Yeah, it was. Don't give me fucking Roman and Lesnar. Yeah, Lesnar to me has only had maybe three or four good matches since he's come back. Maybe five, if I think, if I'm, you know, nice. And they haven't been recently. I mean, the, the most recent decent match he had was against AJ at Survivor Series, but that was it. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it, and I'm over talking about this. Here is my power yep. cleanser. Uh, the Bucks and Cody win the ROH six-man tag team belts. Go off for a second and oh, be yeah. happy. That was good. I loved it. They beat uh, the Kingdom and fucking uh, I think it was SoCal Uncensored. Triple threat. Uh, match, I think it was the United Kingdom show, if I remember correctly. Um, good shit. Especially because, you know, Cody just always looks great with some gold on the art account. I'm sorry, but didn't Cody and, say, you know, like, just last week that he was taking a break? I thought he was. Um, he tweeted but, you know, it. He's a fucking machine, too. So. Yeah, well, whatever. It's Cody. I'm not going to get mad at him for working. Um, by the way, I'm watching Sold Out 98. And uh, Chris nice. Jericho just hit a insane fucking uh, move. Uh, top rope maneuver there. On uh, on Raven and uh, it I I fucking love the mullet that Chris Jer or Chris Benoit is <laughs> rocking right now. Um, it is quite quite attractive. Anyway, um, Elias debuted his fucking EP a couple days ago. I listened to oh. it today. Um, it there, it's spoken word for the most part. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. But it's entertaining, okay. and uh, yeah, in I'm a kayfabe sense, it's fantastic. I really enjoyed it. I didn't pay two ninety nine, but Jer uh, Jason did. Yeah, it it was fantastic. I mean, it, I, I I laughed. I was entertaining. I mean, I had a couple. Yeah, you have to know what it is going in. Yeah. So. Uh, Anyway, check that out. It's on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, our last bit of news is actually rumor, uh, and I think you're going to like this one. Uh, rumor has it both uh, Carmella and Alexa Bliss will be dropping their titles ahead of Evolution. Now, yeah, see, I didn't mention that one in our talks before because I wanted a gener gen genuine reaction from you. How do you feel about that rumor? Yeah, um, I'm perfectly fine with it, honestly. Well, I mean, I want Alexa Bliss to, to keep it, frankly. And, it, uh, keep it through, and then if her and Ronda are going to have a, a showdown before WrestleMania, then make it at Evolution and give Evolution some balls. For lack of a better term. Um... But Mella, yeah, get that belt off her quick and put it on fucking. Yeah, get it off Mella. Put I, it on Oscar, please. For the, the love of God, give it to Oscar. She's earned it. <clears throat> All right, that's the end of our news. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, let Jason talk G1 as much as he wants right now. 
Yeah, it, G1 has been fantastic. Um, I just honestly, I'm just trying to figure out where I want to start with it. It's, it's been beautiful. Well, go for it, man. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll interject where I can, but this is going to be mainly you for as long as you can do it. it, it no, it, it's been fucking, it started on Saturday, July 14th, and, uh, you know, it's all on New Japan Pro Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling website, and um, you can stream it there. I watch it on my Xbox and whatnot. Uh, anyways, we, it opened up with uh, Togi Makube defeating Yoshihashi uh, Pimpol. It was a good match, actually. I really like it. Makube is always good. Anyways, Yoshihashi is good, too. Uh, Eggman Page defeated uh, Bad Luck Ballet defeated disqualification. Uh, it's basically the Bullet Club Civil War is going on right now, so the original Bullet Club guys are starting to beat up on the elite guys. Um, Michael Elgin defeated uh, Evil, and you know, that was a good match, Elgin's always fun. Big Mike, good, good wrestler, guys just fucking power bombs off him. And then we had uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Minero versus Min uh, Minero Suzuki. But that shit was fucking badass. Uh, I wish Suzuki would have won, but you know, Tanahashi came back and won. It's a good, good match, really good match. And then we had a... Uh, what was the shocker so far? Kind of the biggest shocker, I guess, of the tournament. A lot of people just hadn't paid to win it. Um, Jay White defeated Kazuchika Okada, and uh, he uh, and also the way he the way he beat him, he um, he just worked him down like a heel and just punished him. And uh, it was just it was great to watch. Honestly, it's fucking one of the best matches of of the tournament so far. And then we had Sunday, July fifteenth. Where Tomohiro Ishii defeated uh, Toriyano via pinfall, and that was entertaining. Um, yeah, Tomatonga defeated Juice Robinson via pinfall. Uh, it was good. Not much to say about that one, to be honest. Uh, Hiroki Goto defeated Tanana. That was decent. I enjoyed it. Um, this one was badass. Uh, Kota Ibushi defeated Zack Sabre Jr. Really good match. Um, and that's definitely one of the ones that uh, highlight highlights of the tur tournament of the so far. And um, then uh, Kenny Omega versus Tetsuya Naito was in the main event, Ooh. and that was absolutely yeah, my first sounds event fantastic. so far of the tournament. Um, they main evented last year's G one, as uh, you might remember, and. Naito won last year, but this year, you know, Omega came out with the belt, looked beautiful, it was awesome, I loved it. He and looked beautiful, or did the belt look beautiful? He, with him, him with the belt, looked beautiful. Gotcha, uh, The match gotcha. is fucking awesome, too. Like, I highly recommend looking at uh, really good stuff. And then we have uh, Michael Elgin, oh, on Monday, July 16th, we had Michael Elgin defeating Hangman Page via pinfall. We had Evil defeating Yoshihashi via Tenfall, which was both were good matches. Um, you know, I you know I'd say B minus, B plus. You know, they were good. Nothing to go out of your way to watch. Uh, Togi Makube versus Manila Suzuki was good. Very much really enjoyed that. Uh, Bad Luck Ballet, Kazuchika Okada was good. Um, Bad Luck Ballet defeated Okada, which was kind of surprising. Uh, also kind of a stunner. And then uh, also to close that night off, Jay White stunned uh, people again. He defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi via pinfall. And it was a really good match. 
and it's just sleep. It's just a good sleep to heal, man. Ah, I love Jay White. Like, I'm really I'm a huge, huge fan of him. Yeah, I, I, I really like the uh, the real heat he gained from fucking Josh Barnett last month. Um, oh, yeah, dude. And I just love his whole breeze with the switchblade. I, I just like the way he presents the ring, the way he commands your attention. And he's just so fantastic. Like, I... I, I, I know. And... Um, he just commands your catch weight in the ring, and I don't know, he's just such a good heel. Especially New Japan, like New Japan really needs that kind of heel, and it'll be really good, it's, it's gonna be really good. Really good. Well, Jay White's uh, definitely gonna be that heel for him, because uh, the whole thing with JR is gonna definitely get him heat with American fans, who, uh, they're gonna love JR if they're a wrestling fan in our age group, regardless. So, the fact that the dude, uh, you know, basically broke JR's rib, that is some great heat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's got some serious heat since then, too. And, um, excuse me, uh, he, he, he just, he's just killing it right now. Like, he's just, he's just absolutely killing it. it it's hard to argue. So then we got, oh, we jumped to Thursday, July 19th. And uh, we had Sonata defeat Tama, Tama Tonga, which is, you know, he snuck one out as Bullet Club was kind of cheating him the whole time. By the way, did you see... I'm sorry, what? go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Sonata, you know, snuck one out. It was, it was just really good. Good match. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Tora Yanu. Um, good decent match. I mean, Yano's always entertaining. Uh, then you had Koto Bushi defeat Juice Robinson. Good match. Um, not you know, nothing crazy so far. But then we had uh, Tetsuo Naito defeat Tomihiro Ishii, and that was that was really good. Uh, probably one of the best matches of the tournament. Um, another one of my personal favorites. That was just fantastic. Um, it, it was really, really, really good. And then they ended with another great fucking match, which was Kenny Omega defeating Hiroki Goto. And that was awesome as well. Like, another match you should definitely go look up. It's fantastic. That's, that's one thing I love about G1. It just produces just so many good fucking matches. Yeah, I know. You've, you've beaten I mean, your penis raw over the last week and a half. I understand. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've had to, you know, I've, I've skipped some of the, you know, the pay-per-view events, like the events, because I'm not going to watch the beginning matches, because there's just a, they're just a bunch of tag matches, and they're mostly for the live crowd. I mean, if you really want to watch them. If I was someone getting paid to review it, I would actually watch them, but right now it's just us, and I'm, they're not important. No, so what's important, the important is the tournament. Are the, it's, are the G1, you know, climax matches. Right. And that's, you know, what I'm, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Hiroshi, well, this one on July 20th, Hiroshi Tanahashi defeat uh, Bad Luck Ballet. Uh, disqualification because, you know, Bullet Club again beat up Tanahashi. So it was pretty, pretty fun watching Bullet Club be like they used to be big heels, or at least a section of Bullet Club. Uh, yeah, that's really the, the thing brewing there is the Bullet Club wars, right? 
Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I mean, they're called, it's like Bullet Club, and they have these shirts that says, like, Fire Squad. I, I love it. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's, like, uh, um, it's like the NWO Red and Black, LWO, NWO White and Black. It's that type of thing. But yeah, but but better because the NWO when they started doing that had pretty much run its course. Well, and they, they also could cut in New Japan. They don't care about that. So you know, they have, like Bad Luck Ballet has this shirt that says "fuck 'em" on it, and it's the best shit ever. When everybody asks him about like Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and Cody and those, he goes "fuck 'em, fuck 'em." He's just like "green, fuck 'em." <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. And, that's uh, awesome. It's great. It's good shit. Like, it's totally awesome. Um, and then we have uh, Evil defeat Toke Makube. Uh, Toke Makube. I always talk about their name. Anyway, uh, it was a good match. Um, Minero Suzuki defeated Yoshihashi. That was really good. Um, Jay White defeated Michael Elgin. Also, another good match for Jay White. Uh, and then Kazusha Okada defeated Hangman Page, and that was a really good match. Like Hangman showed that he, he could hang with with Okada, and I was I was very impressed with him. On like from that, he really stepped up on another level with that match. Um, I, I see a big future for Hangman. Um, then you have uh, Juice Robinson. Let's see what was this? That was this is Saturday, July twenty first. We had, um, well, we, this is coming up, it hasn't come yet. We had uh, Juice Robinson, we have Juice Robinson versus Tipula Naito, Hiroki Goro versus Tomohiro Ishii, uh, Toriyano versus Kota Ibushi, Kenny Omega versus Tama Tonga, and then Sonata versus Zack Sabre Jr. Um, I think that already happened, actually, because uh, Kenny Omega defeated, yeah, defeated Tama Tonga by, um, what was it? Uh, DQ because Bullet Club attacked him, and then uh, so it's further in that storyline. And um, Zach Saber, I believe, defeated Sonata. I can't remember honestly. And then uh, Kota Ibushi got shocked and he lost to Toriyano. Uh, Goto Hiroki Goto and Tomohiro Ishii was fantastic. Uh, Tito and Naito and Chitrapito was good. And uh, then you had um, you had Hiroshi, uh, July twenty second. We had uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Hangman Page, and it was really, really good. Hangman Page again stepped up, but you know Tanahashi won. Um, and then we had uh, Togi Makabe versus Okada or Kazuchika Okada, and Okada was one. That was really good. Um, Elgin versus Yoshihashi. Uh, I believe Elgin won. The match was meh. And then you had Jay White versus Minero Suzuki. And uh, Suzuki just, it, 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 he just fucked up Jay White. It was great. It was like they, they played it like a, a young kid just ran into a, a grizzled veteran, and, like a grizzled fucking bear. And he just, he just like, fuck you, kid. And, I mean, it was just, it's fantastic stuff. Great storytelling. Uh, then we had Evil versus Bad Luck Saleh, and um, it was okay. Nothing special. And then we have to wait till July 26 for the next one. But so that's one's we... been pretty fantastic so far. So you'll catch the end of G1 and uh, our coverage of it probably uh, next few episodes. 
I'll say next, yeah, next episode, next two episodes, I think. It might be the next episode after this week that it'll end. Because it's usually the first or second week off. Oh, hold on, I just lost Jason. My fucking speaker died. Jason, hold on. We're not doing good. Hold on. Oh, I hung up on him. You guys are gonna have to deal with this shit in the middle of the episode while I call Jason back. That was not what we wanted to happen. All right, uh, my speaker died, and then I accidentally hung up on you. So me and the uh, podcast audience are back with you now. And um, can you hear me all right? Yep, I can hear you perfectly. All right, you're a little bit quieter, so podcast audience is going to have to deal with that now. Um, unfortunately, uh, it looks to me like you're still being picked up fine. We'll find out later. But uh, let's talk about impact, and then uh, we'll take it on home. Uh, I'm going to say it again. Slammiversary 2018 was above and beyond a better show than WrestleMania 34. Yep. <clears throat> I agree with that 100%. So... Let's talk about the opening matches. Um... To open it up, we had Johnny Impact, P.D. Williams, Phoenix, and Ishimori uh, in a fatal four-way. Of course, P.D. Williams taking the place of the injured Rich Swan, who was supposed to be in this match, but uh, had a concussion and was not cleared to wrestle. But luckily, you have a performer like P.D. to take his spot, and you don't miss uh, you don't miss Rich here. Uh, it was a great match, which is a theme of this fucking show. Man, I can barely hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, um... Yeah, no, I went back and watched it. This whole show had nothing but fantastic matches. Uh, let's move on now. Uh, of course, Johnny Impact won that match. So he is back in Impact Wrestling, and we'll see where that happens to go. Um, next up, we had Tessa Blanchard and Allie Impact. I thought this match was fantastic. Oh, yeah. I mean, I thought it was really good. And then, you know, Blanchard got her needed win. Hold on. You got cut off there. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I got you back on the speaker so we can all hear you now. Uh, you were saying... Um, about uh, yeah, Tessa no, Blanchard. Yeah, win back after dropping the couples at Mass Rain. And, uh, and I thought it was good. 
by the way, Blanchard, maybe uh, one of the top three female heels in wrestling right now. Oh, she's she's she's, she's so good, and she's hot. I mean, if you like, go back and watch, if you go back and watch some of her old dad, her dad's old promos, she's definitely a lot like her father. That's not a bad thing. No, I, I, I totally dig it. And I thought the match still worked for Allie, too. Uh, Allie continuing to have that uh, still the nice girl, but with the super mean streak thing that she's uh, developed. Yeah, I, I love the de that development to, of Allie's character. Yeah, they're trying to develop a little more credibility with her, and I like that as well. Yeah, it, it works for both parties in this match, even though Tessa takes the win. Um, the match is fantastic, and I, I just I can't wait to see where the knockouts division is going. Uh, because we have more to come with them in this show. Okay, so we oh, get yeah. on to the main show now. Uh, the next match is Matt Seidel and Brian Cage. Fantastic fucking match, despite, uh, you know we're gonna go here, Matt Seidel with uh, a very uncharacteristic and very blatant botch, uh, at the end of this match. You wanna talk about that? Oh, yeah, man. I, I thought he was gonna break his neck. I mean, he was just barely missed him. You could see as soon as he jumped that he, he was, did not get any distance on the jump. So it, it was crazy. It was ugly. And then the announcers didn't cover that well either. No, no. Uh, Josh Matthews uh, was really not very good at, at, at trying to cover for him. Uh, the match itself was pretty good though, and Brian Cage obviously walks out the X Division champion. You weren't gonna have Seidel go over on that match. Yeah. If, I mean, come on. I'm fine. I love Brian Cage. So. No, he's a fucking monster and he deserves the belt. And Matt Seidel was, will not be hurt going forward. Yeah. Matt Seidel will be just fine. So then we have uh, LAX taking on the OGs, her, Homicide and Hernandez, the original LAX. In oh, a man, good, uh, stuff, good stuff. In a fifty-one fifty match that ends with LAX winning, but the OGs stealing their belts and spray painting them a la NWO. Great finish, great yeah. match, great stuff. Like this was they've been building this LAX thing since I started watching TNA a couple months ago. And it has No it, this is why I I will fight you to the death right now that Impact is a better promotion. Just, oh, in terms of stuff, the storytelling right now, they are absolutely killing WWE. It's not even close, to be honest. It's really not. Uh, WWE uh, wants you know, to do the same thing over and over again and insult your intelligence. Meanwhile, yeah, yes. Meanwhile, uh, Impact is going to give you what you want, and they're going to listen to you. And uh, oh, yeah. it's it, it's night and day, to be honest. It really is. Yeah, I mean, even even Jericho's been there promoting them on Twitter because yeah, like we said, you know, he. 
he said he'd wrestle with them. That's a fucking huge deal. Because Chris Jericho right now is huge. He's the fucking NWJP US champion. Or TV champion. Uh, Intercontinental. Intercontinental, that's what it is. Whatever. It, well, and also, I just, you know, you also laugh, you know, he's telling Chris to take that shirt off. It's dirty. Um, uh, he, he said a while back that he was, you know, not going to wrestle on U.S. soil, so I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see how that goes down. Yeah, no, I think now he... And here's the thing. He has that type of pedigree that even if he worked with TNR Impact, Vince McMahon isn't going to fucking erase Chris Jericho from record. You know? Yeah. So, no, Jericho can do what he wants. He's kind of like Stone Cold who can do what he wants. Those guys are fucking Hall of Famers and they, they have the free reign... To, I mean, at least don't be racist or stupid the way Hogan was, but they can go and do what they want. Um, let's move on to uh, one of the highlights of the show for sure, which was a great show. But uh, Sue Young and Madison Rain, what a fucking spectacle that was. It was good. I mean, the build-up. That was fucking crazy. No, they, Sue Young is the female Undertaker. Yeah. And uh, and, and she's got it down, and she's she's. Uh, I mean, it's there. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I totally dig it. Uh, the nasty glove and the mandible claw. I oh, love. Yeah. I love the. Yeah, it's it's. The mandible claw. I like that too. It's beautiful. It's so good. And it doesn't hurt Mouse or Ray because, you know, she has a bow, so... Oh, we just finished. Alright, let's move on to okay. something that deserves uh, plenty of discussion. Tommy Dreamer and Eddie Edwards, did we just see a passing of the torch? Yeah, that's pretty much what that was. Uh, you know, Eddie Edwards is... He's been on kind of a roll the last couple of years, I would say, as a single star. I mean, he won the TNA World title, uh, I think twice, I can't remember. Um, you know, he, he's, a, he's a really good wrestler, um, and I, I'm i interested to see where they go with him from here. Um, so I don't think Kenny Dreamer are going to keep going. No, I think Dreamer, that was it. Dreamer put him over. Um... Yeah. Uh, that was pretty much the point of that. Uh, the the highlight of that, to me, being the fact that Dreamer smashed him in the head with the ECW championship belt. That was awesome. I loved it. I mean, I I pop a boner for that, just hearing it. Yeah, I loved it. Um, that is amazing. That is nostalgic. That is right up my alley. And I'm totally down with, uh, with Dreamer passing the torch to Eddie if that's what it was. All right, moving yeah, on to not. the highlight of the night. Sammy fucking Callahan and Pentagon oh, yeah, Jr. Yeah. in one of the most brutal matches on U.S. soil ever. It was in Canada. Oh, well, I fucked that up. 
I fucked that up thoroughly. Okay, but still, the motherfucker was brutal. It was brutal. It was really good. And Sammy is like one of the best heels in the business right now. No, um, the best. I'm sorry, he is the yeah. best. I defy you to give me somebody better with more heat. I mean, good God, the man, I, I the man had people, the man was having sp just spikes drilled into his head and the crowd was eating it up. No, dude, when they were drilling each other, and they're just, oh man. No, hey, was, did, by the way, I'm surprised Sammy didn't break his orbital socket because Pinta missed on his first shot at the spike with the bat and hit fucking Sammy right in the face. Yeah. He hit him dead in the face. Uh, but that match was fantastic. Uh, Pinta obviously it wins because... It's it, it, it full of show, in my opinion. Um, now, Pinta wasn't going to lose his mask on a fucking... Yeah, no. No, it just wasn't going to happen on that show. So the fact that this match where you knew who was going to win going into it stole the show, that tells you what they fucking did. And this wasn't even like a spot fest. Like... Yeah, it wasn't overly, you know, spot that thing, but it really was. I mean, it had some spots, but it wasn't like it's insane. No, it was a fucking fantastic match. It had the balance of wrestling and hardcore. And it, it delivered in every sense of the word. It was, it was great storytelling. It, honestly, right now, I'm calling it my match of the year. That is my personal match of the year. The build-up, yeah. everything, I was more excited for that match than anything I've seen this year, and it paid off, and I enjoyed it more than any match I've seen this year. So for me, that is match of the year. But let's talk about the uh, the final of this, and that is Austin Aries and Moose. You were quite happy with the outcome. I wanted Moose to win. Oh, yeah. You think Moose isn't ready. I disagree. This is a great uh, you know, contention as far as uh... and, and you know what? It, 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 it made me like Moose more. Like I liked Moose before, but I like him more now. Um, because he sold Aries as a legitimate threat, even though he was two times his size. And you know what? That says a lot about him and the way he and the way he crafts his matches. So you know what? He gets a big big prop up for me on that one. I think you said when I talked to you about the match that Moose wasn't ready for the prime time. I totally disagree. I think Moose is ready. Uh, maybe this wasn't the time to put the belt on him, but Moose is ready. Yeah, I, I, I would have to say it's more so not to put the it's time not time to put the belt on. I would say maybe next. Like Aries needs more time with the belt. <laughs> No, and that's the thing, yeah, Aries is building his, his character, and I get that. You know what I wouldn't mind seeing would be... God damn it. I lost you again. This is what happens when we can't record in, in person, because I don't have a car right now. You're back on speaker, Jason. I can, I can hear you. Alright, um... Basically, I would like to see Moose and Brian Cage do a uh, work a program for the X Division oh, Championship, absolutely. and awesome. and then go ahead and put uh, Moose back in the uh, Austin Aries uh, 
train. Uh, that that was what I that's what I would like to see. Not necessarily you have to put the belt on Moose, but I would love to see Moose and Brian Cage. Anyway. Oh yeah, I'm first of my Moose and Brian Cage. That would be great. Yeah, it would it would be. I mean, you gotta do something with Brian Cage. is interesting at this point. Um, since I can't keep the speaker on that you're talking about, and we pretty much finished Impact, what do you give it as a grade? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and agree with Iron Sheik, who also uh, promoted this show on his own on Twitter. This was, uh, like I said, once again, I'm, I'm going to say it again. This was better than WrestleMania 34. This was better, better than WrestleMania 33. This has been one of the best wrestling shows put on in the last five years. Yeah, that storytelling was really, really, really good. Like, I really got in, I really got in to build up pretty much almost every match. Um, which just doesn't happen. You know, I don't remember the last time WWE that happened. I got into the build up for every match. It doesn't happen with WWE that often. It happens in Japan quite a bit, and it happens in ROH quite a bit. But it doesn't happen in front of WWE that often. No. So, yeah, it's gotten to the point where I did when it happened. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? And honestly, it let me down. Because I was, I was pretty excited about this year's part, and it all let me down. Yeah, well, I'd be, I'll be looking forward to the next few Impact pay-per-views. And, of course, in um, about a month and a half, we have All In, which you know we will be covering in detail. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I can't wait for that fucking thing. Uh. So, to round this night out, I also am going to go ahead and give this show... An A plus. I'm gonna agree with the Iron Sheik, who tweeted that this show was fantastic. And if the Iron Sheik said it, well, by God, it must be true. Um, yeah, I guess that's so much cocaine. Okay. It's so much. I mean, as much as I did this weekend, that's for sure. Anyway, um, yeah. matches of the week. I'm gonna call them both. I know we haven't done this in a couple weeks, but we're gonna try and remember to keep doing this. Um, Modern, Pentagon, and Callahan. If you didn't see it, watch it because if you yeah. if you haven't seen it, you're fucking missing out. That was a perfect mix of hardcore and traditional wrestling, like a perfect mix. Um, at least in my opinion, you may disagree with me, and if you do, that's fine. Come on to our Facebook or our Twitter and tell me that you disagree with me and why I'm stupid. Anyway, um, our historic match of the week, I'm going to go ahead and call this Benoit, that is Chris Benoit, uh, accompanied by Miss Liz and woman against Dean Malenko uh, with Nick Patrick refereeing at Hogwired, uh, Hog Wild 1996. A fucking fantastic match that goes to uh, triple 
overtime or whatever you want to call it. They go past the time limit three times. It is a fucking fantastic match. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Uh, Jason, anything else you'd like to say this week? No, no, that's it. And then I'll talk more this week, hopefully on the podcast. Yeah, no, we'll be back this weekend, uh, Monday, Sunday or Monday, with a regular episode. Um, hopefully we get back on a normal schedule and uh, life sort of normalizes for us because my move is over, Jason's move is over. Um, David will hopefully be back next week, and that's all we have to say about that. But um, let, let's hope that things normalize and we can really focus on the uh, the IWC Nation some more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, my friend. Uh, glad to be back with you. It was fun to talk to you again, um, and we will uh, see you next weekend. Yep. All right, brother. Good night. Good night.